the verse that Future sings in, uh, no, Designer sings in that BTS remix. Actually. Designer was in a Korean pop song? Yeah. yeah. The, you know, technically. The mic drop like, remix. If you think about it, I'm okay with that. Because when y'all listen to K-pop, y'all don't understand shit no way. So Designer fits right in. I don't listen to K-pop. Yeah, why'd you look at Troy when you said that? <laughs> I looked at both of y'all. Because both of y'all listen to K-pop. I just said I don't listen to K-pop. <laughs> I just said it twice. Both of y'all listen to K-pop. You listen to K-pop. Spell K-pop. Hey, but check this out, though. You spell... You, you spell... You got him. You know what? Start the goddamn podcast. Start it. We already recording. We already recording. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to, to Good Game Do Us Part. I'm Henry, joined by my lovely co-host, Troy. We have two special guests in the building. One and a half. I'm not here. What happens, when we, what happens when we record we're not in a building and you say in a building? That's going to be a lit podcast. Like, what kind of <laughs> microphones you going to use? What, outside? Out the building. Yo, we out the building. We outside <laughs> when you do the Yeah. All I don't right. know, man. Shit. Okay. No. I'll find some mics. <laughs> Just get boom mics. Just boom mics. I was going to say, he's going to have the boom with the wind filters on it. This I'm a, must I'm be a rock, LA podcast. I'm a, no, I'm a, don't do that. LA Troy? Don't. <laughs> There's no such thing as LA Troy. <laughs> There's no such thing as LA Troy. We're not starting like this. He's gonna do the roots up. We're not starting. See, I was gonna say we're not starting like this. There's no right, LA. You didn't record. That's uh, my, bad, my bad. And if there is an LA Troy, he a punk. I got punk for some uh, Chipotle beans, but <laughs> we gonna tell that story later. That's a funny story. But yeah, guys, we got a uh, Shadosha here. Yeah, what's Do you want to go by your real name or do you want to go by your? This is Hanzo. This is Hanzo 5K. Oh, my God. Before Overwatch, right? Yeah, before Overwatch. Don't get it twisted now. People should know that, I guess, because... You know how many times people in-game be like, yo, you Hanzo? You a Hanzo meme? I saw he posted that meme, that stupid meme that's going around. <laughs> like, oh, my name is this. Oh, you mean from this? I hate that. I hate memes in general, but that one... That is... helicopter meme was pissing me the fuck off. I'm just dropping in to say, no, drop in and shut up. <laughs> get this fucking meme off my feed right now. This is the problem when, when your special guests on your podcast are also your good friends. <laughs> you just can't take anything seriously. Yeah, this is just the homies podcast right now. We just cooling. It's fine. Um, so something that we didn't cover in the last episode that was like brought up but I forgot to mention was FaZe signed with Nissan. <laughs> I mean, and it just shook it. I mean, <laughs> we have video now, so you they see you shaking just, your head. The thing. It's just I'm so tired of car companies like just signing with random things just to be like, we're in here, we're involved. The fuck does that? Have, what does that have to do with anything? So did it make you mad when um BMW signed with Cloud Nine? Yeah, <laughs> but why? There's a politics behind it. I just don't remember it because I try to ignore everything in esports. <laughs> But um no that's that's super common. It's like a I'm not gonna call it a write off, but like that placement, they get that they they get that back. That helps. They all it's also the whole facade of gamers have all this money. So they think, Oh, you have all this money, you're gonna use it on my product, but it's like actually I wanna use it for my computer right. and my games, not to purchase a fucking BMW or Mercedes Benz. Nissan is more affordable, but Did, do you yeah. for sure? Do you do you think people realize the facade that a lot of these orgs use no. with their players? No. no. Should we school them? Yeah. I can tell them I don't mind doing it. Alright, so so fun fact. Um a lot of these luxury vehicles and stuff y'all see people in, the companies are putting them in it. 
So, like, I mean, okay, so some of them, at, at least in the Counter-Strike scene, probably can afford some of those Mercedes and Audis and joints like that, right? I'm just going to move this forward. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. Because I am talking low. Yeah, they can they can afford some of that stuff, but most of the time, and this is with anything, they usually just put them in there. Like, the company will give them to you. They don't, they don't cost them much, if anything. Yeah. And it's great product placement. That's more eyes and yada, yada. Like, it's, it's, it's lifestyle marketing. I hope people know that. Like, that's a real thing. I was, um, we listened to the same podcast. It was a podcast uh, we was listening to. And, um, it was the same thing with like rappers and private jets. They don't own them jets. A company owns them jets. They just put them in the jets and say, take pictures. There's a million plus people watching that. It looks good for the company. It's just all, you know, trying to get their money's worth from marketing. I still think of the, the time that Bow Wow was like, <laughs> dog. <laughs> the fucking Bow Wow Remember challenge. Remember when he takes the photo? Shit. When he's like in the private jet and then somebody like Instagrammed him on like, on like economy class. Right. On like, like Delta or some shit. Listen, there's nothing wrong with sitting in economy. Nothing That's is That's how you wrong. save money. For real. And there's nothing wrong with saving money. Like, yo, I swear to God, rap... I mean, we talking about rap on a gaming podcast, but still, because nope. gamers do the same crap. But, but they're in the same... They're in the same realm. Let me buy Alienware for what? no reason. Like, you playing Minecraft, boy. Put that there. <laughs> what, rap, what, rap, what rap was yeah. in the 90s is what gaming is now. Yeah. It's the whole I image mean, and selling it, it, the it, lifestyle. Dual PC setup to play Fortnite. Fool, if you don't get on your cell phone and stop playing, what you doing, <laughs> you bro? Up the, this was a while ago when you brought up, like, how many gamers... Like have like fake Yeezys just to have the look of being of like yeah oh they my think God, it's Yeezys part of the uniform. But I think I it's think Yeezy first. It's not even sweatpants. It's jogger sweatpants. Yeah, Yeezys it's just joggers, like, right. It cuts down, so it's like it's like oh man, why is fucking so skinny? Why is his leg so skinny? Oh, because he got the Yeezys on. You gotta show them off. That's like the Harachis on the bartenders. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta say that reference. That's like the Harachis on the bartenders. Yeah, nah, but it's like what you're saying is so like with players. So like imagine if like a whole Overwatch League team or whatever shows up in a G-Wagon. People aren't going to comprehend like, oh shit, that's the company's G-Wagon. That's right. not the individual player's G-Wagon. First of all, that's never going to happen because uh, Toyota sponsored the Overwatch League. All right. Well, you saw that they... No, they sponsored the league, but not the, the Wait, teams. also, you saw that they, like now, also, like Coke even signed on with them. Like Coca-Cola even now signed with the Overwatch League. I'm like, how many sponsorships do you guys need? Oh, they mean a well, lot. I, well, that's where they're getting that yeah. money from. There ain't no oh, money yeah. in the East Coast. They got to get from the sponsors. Yeah. You know, Blizzard bleeding out now because they put True. all that money. I don't think Blizzard's bleeding out, actually. Look at how much they charge for uh, the slots. That's money that they're getting back. Yeah, but the, being Call, the, but being, the Call of Duty League still charging like $5 million more. Yeah, but think okay, about, so I'm about think, to but, but think about this, though, real quick. They're paying that much. They're paying the developer and the publisher that much to play in their league for a game that they created. Where did Blizzard lose money? Also, keep you in mind you know how much money they put into it. Let though? me let me give y'all some insider information. Um, since I'm no longer under NDA and I don't give a damn, what's up? Um, in regards to <laughs> Call of Duty and um, Overwatch and them being franchised, both of them are owned by Blizzard. So when you pay for a slot in OWL, it's a package deal. You get the Blizzard, or you get the um, Call of Duty um, slot as well. Well, they they come together. Well, they had what. ESPN put out said they have first dibs, but they still got to pay the 25 mil. They already paid it. They paid it as a part of the 50 that they put in for Overwatch. They already paid it. Only thing they have to do now is pay some of facility fees, but that doesn't come up to 25 mil. That is a true, though. They still got to pay some so other it's, overhead, but it's so all it's part not, of the package deal. So it wasn't 20 mil for the slot and then the 20... Because what it was was a 20 million buy-in for the Overwatch League slots, but apparently... With Call of Duty franchise, it was twenty five mil for the slot. They still have to pay the twenty five mil, but they have 
the option to pick up Their first, first rosters. Yeah. Twenty five yeah. mil might might have been for season one, but to get into get a slot into OWL and everything register, you got to pay fifty mil. That's what I'm saying. Like they 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 pack, they did that on purpose. They package that junk on purpose. Which again, do it like that. If you're the fucking craft organization, you got that kind of money. Let me tell you why that's stupid though. Let me tell you why that's stupid though. Like I'm gonna be all the way real right now. Like what these orgs are doing, and I've seen it, and I've called this out for a long time. This is another reason why I don't like trying to make money in esports. Like it's boring to me. It's all scams right now because it's so and it's still in its infancy and no one knows what's going on. But what a lot of these orgs are doing is um like they're they heard something. They heard a murmur like this might be the future, and a lot of people are throwing pennies at it to see what happens right now. Yeah, that is what Robert Kraft is doing. Like you know, what I'm saying that's what everybody's doing. They're just throwing, they're just throwing pennies at this thing because it picked up, and a lot of people don't understand how or why it picked up. A lot of people have a strange misconception <clears throat> about what esports and gaming is, and they just they're just doing dumb crap. Well, it's the idea of like everyone thinks there's like every everyone's got like a plan and like everything's set in motion. This is fucking lies. Everyone's just kind of just. They're throwing a bunch of ideas at a dartboard. And For then, sure. Like, it's the Wild West. Whichever one sticks, sticks the they're just like, I'm gonna just, we're going to run with this until it stops working, and then we're going to see, then we're going to throw more darts at the board and see yeah. what sticks yeah. this time. Yeah, I don't mind that. There's so many people out there, though, unfortunately, that don't have a plan, and these people are investing to the people who don't have a plan. Like, they're, they're just scamming. And it sucks, because there are people in there that have a plan for esports and have a direction. It's just right now, listen, let's real quick, Fortnite... Say something about Fortnite. That is not an esports game. It's just a game. It's a game that is popular. It's a pop culture game. But for some reason, people keep correlating esports with that because of Ninja's background with MLG and all that stuff and a lot of other people. Epic has already come out and pretty much like made it clear. Like they don't have to state it, but they've made it clear like we're not trying to be competitive. We're Fam, trying to the get skirmishes are to pay taxes. I can't ex- explain that enough to people. <laughs> the skirmishes, they make too much money in a month. They're going to get in trouble. They're going to get audited. They have to do something with it. They make way too much. I got a homie that built two houses because he had to get rid of some money. So you, th- so you think like, I'm going to say focus on the car companies because that's like yeah, kind of where we started it. Yeah. Do you think like that's what car companies are doing, kind of using it as a payoff? Or do you think they're really trying to market toward a younger audience? A little bit of both. I mean, it depends on the company. Well, like, I, think it, I think you also have to look at it like like majority of your pro pro players like what's the age that they're eligible to play also what age are they eligible to drive like, that's part of it that is that is one part of give like cars and shit to our players because now they're of age and then it like and then it inspires like younger games like oh shit when i'm of age like when i turn 17 18 blah, 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 whatever i'm a i'm gonna be a pro gamer yeah and i'm gonna have a mercedes yeah like, part of it like, i was gonna say that's that's part one right like uh, i see i do see a company like mercedes doing that and pitching to that lifestyle that makes logical sense but a company like toyota who makes cars that are affordable to that demographic they are actually trying to sell cars i think also at the same token we're also we're i think we're so we're still caught up in the idea that esports can be like regular sports so it's like it's like yeah man what are like regular sports athletes like and i think that's the mentality sometimes behind those cars that's the scam like yeah. the luxury thing is like oh fuck like our luxury like we give like our players luxury cars and stuff like that, and like yeah. that might work with esports too. If we just give players like luxury cars to sell that lifestyle, and right? I think, I think it's the idea of like them trying to be like, oh, you can have that lifestyle too, right? Even if you're not an athlete, you're like an esports athlete, but you can still have the same lifestyle. Companies have been doing that forever. I think. Yeah. I think also like we were saying, I think it's gonna fail. Though. In one of the previous episodes that you can uh, check out on Spotify, or oh, iTunes. look at the plug! Um, oh snap! You can't. You oh. can't. That's like sucking your own dick. You can't do that. My man, he whispered. <laughs> no, that's it, though. Not, like that's you're supposed not. to hard sell. Go ahead. Anyway, like we were saying in a previous episode, um, 
how like the mainstream is bleeding into or gaming has become mainstream. It's I think it's the people that are outside of gaming are now like, all right, what worked in the mainstream? What works in mainstream sports and entertainment? All right, we just need to if we throw that onto esports, again, it's new, like no one knows has it figured out. If we just throw it to them, they're gonna feed it and like we can manipulate it and make it work for us because it's worked here. No one can say we're wrong. Yeah, no one can say like we can't do that. I have something to say about that too, because I agree. I that is the case. The sad part is the wrong people are doing that throwing. Yeah. And what I mean by that is a lot, right? All right. We, at least people my age, I'm, I'm, I have no shame saying it. I'm, I'm, I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm 30. Shut up. You're not 30. I'm 30. You're, 30. you're 37. Bro, your walker's right there. No. All right. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a part of that age group where I got to see, I, I got, I got a chance to see both sides of a certain spectrum. Like, I know what the old, like, and I'm, I'm part of that traditional hardworking OG lifestyle before the internet, before computers in a sense, right? Like, they weren't commonplace in, like, yeah. the, the, the early 90s, late 80s, yada, yada. And the new age where everything's at your, your fingertips, everything can be questioned. There's really no stability. It's kind of the Wild West right now, and there's a lot of technology involved, right? These old dudes with the hard work ethic, they're trying to, you know, they see this new thing and it's booming and they want to capitalize on it with all of their know-how from back in the day to an audience that doesn't know what the hell these guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, and I'm somewhere stuck in the middle. The people that should be running that operation and kind of getting this stuff do- running is my generation, the people in the middle. Because they understand the work ethic and the mind of the people who can actually build something, which was the OG, the realm and shit like that. And the new folk that just want to go buck wild and play stuff, you can't hard sell to them. Like, yeah. it doesn't work with them. You know what I'm saying? And they don't kind of understand that, and it's just frustrating because the old heads don't want to trust the people that are bridging the gap. Do you do you think that people that we would consider, like, OGs within gaming, and they're probably going to hate that I'm about to say this, but mm-hmm. do you think that they're afraid, or do you think that it's the people that are coming in with money having so much power over people that are blind, like, who've never seen this amount of money before within gaming? Um. Well, no, I can't say the OGs in gaming are the issue in a sense, but I'm also going to say this, the OGs in gaming are cashing out right now. They're building orgs and selling it. They're oh, yeah. the ones, they're collecting their meals and saying, yo, I'm too old for this, I'm piecing out. Well, I mean, you look at like Optic Gaming, with like they have like, they got like Houston Outlaws, they have like all their other teams and yeah. shit like that. Like, they're just like, alright, I'm just making this and then I'm just making money off of it. That's it. Right. They're doing it, they're just, they're not like trying to like push some other agenda, they're just trying to make money. They, right. But they, and, and that's an example, they cashed out. There's yeah. no really, there's no Ford pushing agenda they gave it to whatever company own investment group owns them now and they let yeah. them run it those are some old them, 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 i'm not gonna call them baby boomers they they old they old heads 50 plus you know what i'm saying they did that hard work they understand how that stuff works same with i just left splice same thing same thing overactive media bought it you know what i'm saying yeah they old heads they don't really know the space hmm. they talk like they know the space but they just know the old old school stuff and they want to do that stuff meanwhile i'm already cashed out a lot of people cashed out. Um, Envious, another example. They got all of those teams, which is great. They cashed out, so they're not the issue. the The issue is, and it's not it's not a fear. It's a stubbornness. These are people that say, you know, I've been around this many years. I know this. You know, shit changes. Technology changes. This is not the same era. Things work differently. You got to market and sell stuff differently. They don't yeah. understand that. Or rather, maybe they do understand that, but they feel like they can just do it themselves. They don't really want to put somebody in a position of power where they lose that nepotism they might have, unless it's one of their own, and they don't got one because they wasn't raising it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
they're throwing money around and acting like they're in control of stuff because they feel like they've seen it before and they're missing the ball. Or they're not even seeing that they're getting scammed right now. They don't see it. So, like, it's not really that. It's just the people that should be in control is the generation in between. And the old heads don't want to give it to them. And the young heads are not ready. They're not prepared to deal with that kind of structure and do something with it yet. I mean, do you ever feel like, do you feel like we're, we're like, this is like, it's a balloon and eventually it's going to pop? Hell yeah. And then we're going to go back to That's like where I was actually leading. Of course it is. Back in the day. Because, so I was listening to uh, the Business of Esports podcast on my way over here. And a good question that they ask. <laughs> hey, look, just because I like to be educated, don't make me a nerd. Or actually, does that make you a nerd? That make, that's, that's probably the definition of a nerd. Fucking get, get well, fuck out. you guys, man. Right, <laughs> anyway, they asked the question of, is esports a bubble or is it in, currently in its booming stage? I think it's a bubble. I think it's going to keep growing. I'm with you. I think it's a bubble as well. Right now, it's a bubble. Um, now, I'm going to say this because this is what I truly I think believe. we're past the booming, honestly. I don't think off. okay so I mean listen it's gonna go in phases like gaming did video games had a crash remember yeah let's talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. it there was a bubble and a crash yeah. the same thing's gonna happen with esports but what's, what I believe is gonna happen is we're getting to the point where the right people that should be winning are starting to win it's gonna happen people that actually care about the space people that may only know the space and now have the the luxury or at least the resources to do some research and they're going to want to build something to make something of it. There's going to be a pioneer in that at, in, a, in that atmosphere that's going to do something. Then it's, then we're going to start to see that growing. But right well, now we're in the bubble phase. It's going hot, it's going to pop, then it's going then it's going to really rock. Well, that, that's why I said I feel like the the boom is essentially over and like it's now the bubble phases cuz it's like the boom was like when T squared and then we're coming up where I call were, it the pre-boom, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or the initial boom the essentially initial boom. like yeah. Where players are getting on Dr. Pepper and you first start seeing these small people that are like, I'm not making a fuck ton of money from gaming, but there's money to be made here. And these dudes is robbing them too. Those sponsors yeah, are robbing yeah. them too because they don't know their worth. Yeah. But nobody knows because they don't know the space. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like that's where the boom, and like you said, the people that were, are now in the middle kind of area have now learned and they're like, oh, okay. So right. like when the bubble pops, they'll know what to do and how to handle the situation. Yeah. But everyone else... And investors included are going to be like, oh, oh, fuck, we lost a lot of money. Yeah. But I was watching something and they were talking about Coca-Cola and how they spend their advertising money. Mm. And apparently there is a, there's no like structure to it. Like someone, apparently no one oversees like where certain money goes. So like, I think I forgot what they were asking them about the investment was, but it was pretty much like how much money did Coca-Cola put into this? And they were like 50,000 and they were like. But no one at the company asked about, hey, where did this 50000 go? They were right. like, no. And I feel like that's what's happening with a lot of gaming stuff. Again, with Nissan signing with FaZe, yeah, uh, yeah. Cloud9 signing with uh, Mercedes yeah. or BMW. It's, it's Those companies are just like, here's 100000 yeah, Here's a car. Yeah. It's the idea of like, it's like it's like someone walks into a room. They're like, hey, man, you want to do this thing real quick? Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. And then like three months later, they're like, yo, where did all that money go? Oh, um, we did we put in that thing. Right. Oh, yeah, how's that doing? I don't know. I'm a snitch on myself. That's how I got paid like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep yeah. it a buck. That's what she, just like All them nice-ass cars, people was throwing money and didn't know where. But I will tell you this from experience. A lot of companies do not know what they are selling or I mean, what they're buying. They don't know either one. They don't know what they're buying or selling. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a good uh, – we brought this up like episode one. Um, where do you, what is, what do you, in your opinion, mm-hmm. you've worked in esports, you've worked organizations, you've 
I don't know why. You've done you've sports. done it all at this point. <laughs> How do you feel? What is the I'm end game kick him for off a the lot of these? Podcast. Not just not. Let's just say for now, what is what is in your opinion? What's the end game for streamers? Where do you see them being? Let's just say oh, that, oh, that, a, a stream a streamer I retirement. I can't I can't answer that question as the average streamer because I fought way beyond that personally. But that's funny that y'all brought that up because I asked that question on Twitter. A lot of these streamers think that they're going to get a part. They're going to get partnered. And then all of a sudden, they're going to generate revenue. For some reason, they think they're going to be young forever or good at video games forever. For or, in, some or, reason. or entertaining. And they don't realize that the only thing keeping them afloat is the survival, the survivability of Twitch. If Twitch dies, where do they go next? Mixer. Funny. Right. But, but see how, how people are depending on streaming like to keep themselves alive? How many, how many alive? streaming platforms are you going to have before you're like, I got to find my own how, how, how long are they going to realize that their dependency on surviving is a streaming app? Hey, man, let's just not forget. Chatterbait's a thing, okay? They can always go And, and they're doing get, that, too. Get the fuck out. They're doing that, too. You was the one that put me on that nasty... What's that crap you put me on, too? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's a subreddit for, like, streamers. Going you know, out you know how shit. many of my... Listen, I, I, I had to scrub my stuff because I seen way too many of my friends on there. But it proved the point I was trying to make. A lot of these guys don't have an immediate game plan. I mean, it's the idea of like when you got girls like when you got girls who are like, yeah, buy my pri- my private Snapchat and shit. Like, how long can you make that go for? At some point, until your titties IR- gonna be wrinkly. Yeah. I'm or gonna keep it real. Or until the IRS get them, the IRS are coming Jeez. for them. Someone's gonna snitch on them. No, they make. They pay their taxes. No, 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 they no. no. I'm defending. I'm nope. defending sex workers. No, a lot of them do their shit. No, you can defend sex workers. I'm talking are about you, Twitch streamers. Are you a sex worker if you're only like people are only paying for your Snapchat? Technically, yeah, you're selling sexual content. Besides that Wait, point, because y'all get All right, relax. Okay, okay so yes, no, so I was, I was curious. So let me tell. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a thousand with what my game plan was, because I am a Twitch partner, but I never saw that as an initial source of income. At this point, I'm just using it because my girlfriend likes to go shopping now. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to get a new outfit or something. Fam, there. So I, I don't want to depend on any one source for income. You just can't. It just doesn't work. You, it doesn't work. If it dies, you die. Yeah. I like streaming. It's a lot of fun. But if you don't expand within that realm and create something different, it's not going to last from you. For what I do personally, I've always been a fan of producing and directing. I've always wanted to start a media group and media company. You, you've known me the longest in this room. So you second, you third. But if there's one thing we all have in common, I mean, that you all have in common in what I say, I always keep saying, I want my own TV show. I want my own production. I want that. The reason being, at some point, the age group, like we're we're fortunate because, like I said, like I'm at the tail end. Like I'm I'm still young enough to be hit with everybody else. But you get the senior citizen discount at the movie theater for sure. (laughs) Big facts, right? Like I get a chance to kind of indulge in both. So I get that luxury of still being that good gamer and still being able to, you know. But I also get to think like an old head. So when I tell them like. You might want to look into producer roles, maybe. Like, I love the fact that these YouTubers and Vine people nowadays, they're getting on TV shows. Freaking Superwoman is now about to host. She got her, she's the first, she's the first non-white, non, like, well, heterosexual woman. Yeah. Who has her own late night talk show. That's That's amazing. That's dope. And a lot of, a lot of these streamers, I'm hoping come to that, 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 that realization soon. But right now they're not there. So to answer your question, what they're doing, this for them is the end. 
get the partner button, get a lot of people subbing and just play games all day. I mean, how do you feel about how do you feel about like 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 how you feel about Ninja like starting his own like clothing brand? Well, sort sort of. But like that's he, had, he Let me be clear for a second. Shout outs to Jessica. Jess is my homegirl. I actually wouldn't even be popping if it wasn't for a lot of them, including Jess. I'm gonna just keep that a buck. That mm. I met Jessica, Jay Ghosty. That's the homie. She early in the game had something to say about having an advisor. I love what Ninja and the rest of them are doing because as soon as they got on, Jess was the first one to make phone calls and seek advisors. What can I do with all of this money? What can we do yep. with this impact that we have now? How can we transition it? How can we keep this revenue flowing and bring it in from different places? You, you know, don't always have to play Fortnite. You know, now that you brought that up though, I just thought about it. The clothing thing can only last, but or the merchandising can only last, but so long. Yes, because no. because I feel like with with but the fame like, of streaming, when that dies out, but they're I not going like to want to buy your could product. Turn it into something else besides that starts branching off from just gaming and stuff. If you could turn it into a lifestyle brand, like imagine if like Levi jeans like started off as like some fucking little project company yeah. for like some random dude and it's like and it was just like a side shit and he right. used to do something and then he was like hey buy my jeans they're Levi's and then suddenly like he dropped the gaming shit or whatever and all of a sudden it's like I just own Levi jeans if you could transition that into something I think it would be a very I think yeah. it's a plausible but thing. Like, I think Red Bull is gonna allow him to do that see yeah. but, I, but, but, that. but he's different because we're talking about the average streamer right so their their idea of merchandising is I have to do this to, to get more viewers yeah. it's not to I want to. It's not like Nature with the Hundred Thieves. I want to be a streetwear clothing brand, brand, yeah, and then also branch into esports. Everyone else is doing it because they see they need it. They need it it's the it's the initial or, platform. Or, 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 or a, a sign of like sustainability. Like, yeah. oh, if I sell a shirt, then I can continue to live. Versus, I want to like make merchandise and clothing, right? Yeah, yeah. and like be passionate yeah. about it. And I mean, like just, Meta. Meta used to be just like. Like jerseys, and now they have like lifestyle, lifestyle. clothing brands. And so, you have like, to. Like, you go buy their booth right now at Pax East, which by the way, we're at Boston. Shout out. Hey, uh, people can't drive out here. And you go, and you go out to, Beat and you go to their booth, and it's like half their shit isn't even like, I'm like two years ago, they were selling like jerseys and shit. Yeah. This year, it's like lifestyle clothing and like parkas and like windbreakers and shit, which by the way, Meta, send me some shit. Meta owed me a backpack, I wish. but we ain't going to talk about that. So I will say this. I agree with you. First off, let's get two things straight. Number one, there's two niche of an audience to sell jerseys. And number two, jerseys look ugly in esports. They trash. All of them. Paint, All of them. They're paintball jerseys. They or, suck. Or, First off. I don't care. I find that really no. offensive. Trash. Because I just bought a Guangzhou Spark jersey and it's pink and blue. Burn it. Well, it's pink and blue, so that's fuego. Like- but I don't like, <laughs> I don't like the. I just no, I don't like the design of the actual shirt itself. I don't like... It just looks... This is a sports jersey. Awkwardly cliche. It looks generic in a sense. It doesn't look stylish like a soccer jersey. Those look stylish. There was a point in time where basketball jerseys looked stylish. There was a style to it. And even then, basketball, like NBA. Tell us about the late 80s. All right. I'm throwing one of y'all. He he gonna kick your ass. One of y'all get thrown. I still work out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gaining weight, but there's a little muscle here. I'll throw you, boy. All right. So, but not like. Like, sports jerseys are like. There's no style. There's no style. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I would, you would definitely rock a bowling button up. He has. I had a jersey. I had a jersey. He used to play. He used to bowl. I bowled in the league, and like it wasn't stylish. It wasn't. But were you there? Yeah, I was there to bowl. But were you there to bowl? I was there to bowl, but then again, we still had to like. 
We hit but that goes. Game. That still goes to my point with what I was saying in regards to like selling clothing. That's a niche audience. That's there to gain. And I, in all you know honesty, I think a lot of the people who are coming into gaming from streetwear and like shoeheads are only coming in because gaming is popular. There's a lifestyle there though. That's why I'm glad I see my stuff like ComplexCon now. See what games? Game gaming. Yeah, but brands. I think I think people are. I think the gaming lifestyle. There's right. a, a, a vision of gaming lifestyle that's being forced. It oh, wasn't like it, it was. It's yeah. not genuine. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. You really want the 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 original genuine like the sweaty nerd. Say it, the yeah. sweaty nerd. You, want, you really want people being like. No, to, I'm not saying that's like that's what I, I want, right but we're all like we're all trying no. To, that's like, what tra- it is. That's why every everyone's trying to transition and make it no longer about like the sweaty dudes and be like, oh, no, no, we don't, we're not that anymore. And it's like, you got to be okay with being that. Hey, yo, game. Before you're okay with being other things. Hey, yo, Branch, <laughs> Branch, check this out. No, you're, be okay with your Check roots. this out. We in Boston right now. If you're a brand out there, Google Packs, the Penny Arcade Expo. Just look at pictures, and you're going to be shocked to find out how many people look like the thing that you used to pick on back in the day. That's the majority. And there's way more of those out there than people that look like me. That's so you market it to the wrong person. At. Like I mean, look, I'm like I'm cool and I can sell the lifestyle, but my objective is always to connect people to the sweaty stank nerd. I know what it's like to play and fucking. I smell like shorty shit staying on the couch because I really want to speed run Final Fantasy Nine. I know what that's about. You know what I'm saying? What? That's the gamer that really exists as compared to the one that y'all think happens is the one that plays Fortnite on their phone and does the shoot dance outside. First off, you said outside. Then not a lot of them go outside. It's like what you were saying. Uh... I think the first episode where you were like, um, real talk. Fuck. What did you say on the first episode? I said a lot of shit. <laughs> he gonna say they gonna get back to him. Yeah, I can't. No, but like that's the thing. Like if you like listen, like like I dress nice now. I dress like whatever. I we I'm got money about, now. Like, got, <laughs> that's what it was. It was, like, it was. I'm all about that now. But guess what? When I was fucking like 15 years old, I was staying up till six in the morning, have a shower in 24 hours because I was trying to beat Legend of Dragoon. Fam, like I still time. do that, like, and I have a little bit of sex like, appeal now. No, and I, I still, still do it. I still no, that's that's, that's what you that's you what you're saying in the first episode. When I'm off, and like I'll be like someone come in my room, yeah. they're like, "When was the last time you ate?" I'm like, "I don't fucking oh, know." No, I'm wearing like I'm wearing a I'm wearing a five XL shirt that used to be mad tight on me, but now it fucking looks like a fucking blanket. But like still, I'm wearing that shit. I haven't showered in like a day or so. Right. Like I like fucking I'm still that. That's yeah. what that's what you were saying on the first episode. You were saying that the image of gamers are changing, but people think that it's like, oh, instead of it changing for hey, you should shower, you should make yourself appealing or, you know, just take care of your cleanliness. Everyone's like, it's going above and beyond. It's like, I have to fucking have Yeezys. I have to be like yeah. into clothing. If I like, if I don't have this shit, then I'm not a gamer. I got, it's like, like I got what? nothing wrong with like being okay with hygiene and stuff like that. Like, yeah, do that. You know, yeah. So what? You you a little overweight? I don't give a fuck. But at the same time, it's like you don't have to be. You don't got to transition and be like a superstar and like Hell, dress yeah. like that and like wear the Yeezys and like yeah. wear like the fucking expensive ass bomber. True. Somewhere, yeah, I feel like an asshole, but like, like that's my own style. But like, you don't have to do that to be a gamer. And the problem is now, like, you got all these people being like, "Well, that's the gamer I want." What if he's not a real gamer? What if he's just some asshole who never fucking touched a game? I'm gonna make a point after Hanzo says what he has to say that goes to what you were about to say. You don't have to copy somebody else's style to make yours. You know, just be your own style. My style is just. Anything airsoft related, anything cook related, anything gaming related. So, I swear. So to that point, I want to make this clear because a lot of people have a, a 
an odd depiction of what's really happening. The stuff that's being created isn't stuff that's marketed to gaming. It's stuff that's marketed to pop culture. Once you identify that, you don't get mad anymore. Period. With anything. With everything. As a matter of fact. No, I'm going to get mad. Well, I'll be... Okay, no. So, all right. So, no. People will get mad because they feel like they're being infiltrated. And that's exactly what's happening. But I just want to make this clear. Um, Besides the fact that this is a phase, the real ones know. Yeah. The real ones know. This is a point I'm about to make. And it's going to sound kind of fucked up. But, like... I'm here to mooch off the pop culture. I'm like, here to rob them. But, like, pop culture shit, stuff that's made for pop culture and shit like that, what's... what's And it's going to sound kind of fucked up, but, like, mm-hmm. what's the biggest size that you got? For pop culture? Yeah, for, like, pop culture shit. Like, how like these companies and stuff. If they were really about I marketing see where you're to going. people... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were really about marketing for people like that, they would, like, be inclusive for Well, they're everyone. not... Well, I mean, I'll say... That's why we have outrage marketing now. Yeah, I mean, like you could, like you could look at like, like right now, like look at Uniqlo. Uniqlo is doing a collab with like, with not no, I was gonna say with Gundam, yeah. but like they you, go to, you go to their store. Sesame what, Street. What's the biggest size they got? Maybe a large, probably a medium. The only thing I buy like, it's Uniqlo. It's not inclusive at all. For sure, the only thing I buy Uniqlo is those. Th- I got it on right now. The thermal <laughs> joints, the thermal shirts. That's all I got. That's all really I ever get. We're not sponsored by them yet, so. Like, oh my bad. He said yet. <laughs> Hey, you never know. So, right, I'm going to just make fake names like Undercook. All right, we gonna, the only thing I got from <laughs> Undercook is this shirt, bro. I don't give a shit. So, but, uh, that's but, what I'm saying. If you were if you were really like trying to be about gaming culture and about just like the lifestyle and nerdy not, culture, you would be inclusive. They're and that's, not. And that's, 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 that's the way I look at it. Well, ironically enough, I'm going to just say this real quick and I'm going to let you speak. Yo, ironically enough, what I, I still got I got to emphasize this enough. Gaming, in a sense, didn't grow. Pop culture just got attached to gaming temporarily. Yeah. So, it's please understand that. That's why I keep saying go to PAX. An event like PAX, so you could really see who the gamers are. Because pop culture's not at PAX. Some Twitch streamers are because they want to act cool. And that's really, even that's a really tiny audience. Like they're nah, pandering to each Twitch other. Yeah, it's just... But if you look at the, if the common purpose that you're going to bump shoulders with, with those tens of thousands of people at PAX, don't look like the people that are being marketed towards in this esports slash whatever realm. That's why I'm not a big fan of it. Like I, I'm, I'm a fan of like gaming and stuff as a sweaty nerd. But as a person that sees what's going on in pop culture, I don't give a damn about that because I know what that is. That's not what we know. It's just not. It's something completely different. And I can relate because I look like the pop culture thing, but I know where I came from. Ooh. Straight up. That just happened because I took I, I got tired of my titties. I had to get rid of them. You know what I'm saying? They back now. Don't look. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's it. Oh, they was calling you talking for real. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. As big as I'm bigger than you. Well, not as tall, but you know what I'm saying? I was a planet. All right, next topic. Go ahead. Face. Okay. So, with all that being said, do y'all think GameStop are uh, sellouts because of what they're doing? Which is, they recently partnered with Complexity to build a performance center. They recently partnered with Team Envy and Dallas Fuel to build gaming clinics. Well, fucking no, we, motherfucker, we ain't sick. <laughs> I know that's not what like. Well, you also got like you also like Fusion, like Philadelphia Fusions making like an arena called Fusion Arena and shit like that. But that's different. That's the org building that we're talking about. No, but GameStop. No, they're also like like they're teaming up with other people to build it. To answer your question, yeah, but I mean, I mean, do we really need an arena for for like? What I'm saying is, we got the Blizzard Arena, but do we we need need like? Let me tell you something straight up. We don't we don't need any of that crap. All of this is an objective to bleed the people who don't know the space. I keep saying that. Well, that's what I believe. That's my opinion. Yeah. But all of that isn't, fam. None of them. None of these gaming genuinely is not big enough for this league 
to need. First off, how are you going to find the funds for that to fly? Like yeah. NBA generates a ton. I'm bringing up like traditions. Well. The they episode. generate tons of money so they can afford to have a local team and all of these resources in their team yep. and get a city to support them. The impact there is big enough. It's not big enough for Overwatch. Overwatch, Overwatch is it just doesn't, and, and 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 that's not gonna happen until Overwatch is a game that can be watched. First off, I don't, I can like follow it. Like shows after after the games where we're talking uh, analytical talks about players, how they're doing, and that's but still over a lot of people's heads. But you could follow, you know what it is? You could follow Overwatch because you're a gamer, and you right? Play. It's yeah. not like it's not like an average person could walk to a Yankees game and be like. I don't fucking follow sports, but at least they kind of know what's happening. Right. They at least know Team A is beating whatever. Same with football. Yeah, you, you don't have to know the like, players. You just know when somebody's about to throw the ball, someone's going to catch the ball. There's a, there's a start, a middle, and a finish. Yeah. And it's very easy to follow. You can't do that in Overwatch. But to get back to your point, games, games stop building all those things. I don't think I don't think that's selling out because um, games, game, game stop, GameStop well, has I'll, a business to run. I think sellout was the wrong... I think... I used the wrong word. Mm-hmm. I don't think I should have used sellout. I think I should have used the word trying or the wording of trying to survive. Well, because people aren't like a sus- lot of people aren't physically going to buy games anymore. Like sustainability. Yeah. Like GameStop has been dead for a minute. Like true. People, you only go there for Funko Pops now. Yeah. People, <laughs> you're right. Yo, you're right. You I just merch, thought about that. You still have to merch the stores with Dinky. The last Pe- time I went to GameStop, I bought cereal, bro. Yeah, trash, like, yo. What am I you trying buy, you buy, Did you buy Lucio's? No, the Cuphead Joys. Yeah. Oh, my God. The black one. First off, I'm going to say something. Yeah. Lucio's are fucking delicious. They didn't do it. I had them at, um, we had them at, um, TwitchCon, I feel like. TwitchCon, yes. Yes. Because my roommate got a whole box of them, and, like, every now and then, I just go, and I'm like, let me get a handful of those Lucio's. And he's like, I'm like, these are mad good. You know what I mean? Shout out to but Lucio's. It's outside of the collectible stuff, like stuff like that. People aren't waking up going to GameStop no, to buy games. No. They're ordering GameStop. it through Amazon or digitally download. Part of GameStop is stinky. Even though they're both yeah. under the same like parent Yeah. There might be a, I was going to say, it might be a partnership or that. Like yeah. what you so, just said. So yeah. do you think, even, even though it's gaming as a whole that's blown up, but with this weird focus of esports is what sells them, do you think that GameStop is like, oh snap, we've been dying. We need to reach out to this to kind of get our footing back within the gaming world. Um, it's it you'll I, I feel like you'll have a, a tr- tried and true answer to that question once you see them either partner up or sell themselves to somebody like Amazon. Yeah, which I think is coming next. That's I think that I well I genuinely believe there's going to be a point in time where people aren't going out to well, buy consoles anymore. Like they, that's the only thing really keeping them before they need they, they mean, have some like, physicals to sell. I mean, what, what, how did it? Try it again. Where'd you get a? What was the last console? Where'd you get it? Did you buy it at a GameStop? No. Did you buy it? Did you just order it? I, I ordered, ordered my it. Switch off Amazon. I ordered my. I ordered my yeah. laptop uh, off off Amazon. Yeah. Actually, the last one I bought was the Xbox One, and I bought it at GameStop because I was working there. That was the only reason I got it. Right. There. I bought the PS4 at Best Buy. My PC parts come from. Well, my case came from Amazon. Well, I'm ratchet, so I I I bought mine from. You better not say Tiger Direct. No, that, <laughs> that's disgusting, actually. Micro. And it's what is it called now? It's called Rakuten. Anyway, yeah, Rakuten. Any no, I didn't buy it from there. No, I got it from Best Buy because I needed to get a TV to go with it. I mean, also if you think about it, if you think about it, also GameStop. The problem is that GameStop back in the day was the place to go. For sure. You want a shit, you go. But now you got places like Best Buy and, and like even fucking well, Target. Like, you could go anywhere now and get shit 
that GameStop has, but also you could get more. That's the problem. Yeah, they think and those it, exclusives is gonna like. And then hold GameStop them over. tried. They'd be like, "Oh, you could get you could get a used iPod here too." And motherfucker, I could go get a new iPod for the same price at Best Buy, sure. and it comes with a fifty dollars iTunes sure. gift card. For sure. Insurance. I don't think it was just the fact that like you could buy other stuff though that's surrounding it. I think it was more of the like digital downloads. I think once that popped up, yeah. that's what like. Well, and I think also the the idea of like every every major gaming system now having like an online store where like you pay and you get free yeah. games and you yeah, like, like you got the Xbox monthly pass, monthly pass where you get free games every month. Yeah, right. You got the PS4 shit where you get free games every month, and like that that kills that kills like and it, it's the Pretty idea of it, it's yeah. the idea of also when Amazon was killing brick and mortar stores. It's like. You, get, is, you yeah. can get yeah. Nanny and Poppy shit, or you know, you just get free two day Amazon Prime. You get the same shit. Right. So, so with GameStop like trying to invest in esports, partnering with Complexity and like Team Envious, are we gonna see it a transition of GameStop being from we just sell games to now we sell all your esports, we sell jerseys, we sell like how you guys were saying, like you go there for the collectibles and the merchandise. I think they're gonna try. That falls along the lines of the collectibles and the merchandise. Because yeah. I think they're gonna try, and I definitely think they're gonna. I think they're gonna backscale their game stuff. Well, they already, even though this makes no they're sense. They're just gonna drop their game. They're gonna drop GameStop game from GameStop. It's just called called Stop. Well, apparently, it's like Dunkin' dropping Dunkin' Donuts. Apparently, apparently, GameStop has planned on stop selling digital codes. No. No, no, no. Like, uh, no, it was like a new, like, they're going to stop selling the digital, or excuse me, Sony is no longer going to be sending GameStop digital, digital codes. Co- like, codes for well, the game. because they so, have their own market now. And my yeah. thing is just like, why were y'all even still wasting money to print cards to send them yeah. digital games? Yeah. I mean, they wanted the option available, but I mean, I never, I always, that's a good, that's a good sign of the times. If PlayStation is saying we don't need GameStop, that means... Chances are people aren't really going to GameStop, and again, the only thing GameStop has to offer is GameStop exclusives. Well, back with in the, games. again, back in the day, this is how these companies got their shit across is through GameStop. Through yeah. fuck, if you remember Funko Land, remember Funko Land, <laughs> which GameStop, which which became GameStop. I just realized that EB Games, which became GameStop. I've been traveling in and out of Canada. Canada doesn't really have a GameStop. Well, they do. They, got they still call it Funko Land. They got blew Funko my Land. mind. I was like, oh snap! Yeah, Funko Land. And they got like the, They still got like the 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 wild like '90s graphic for yeah. Funko Land. And you go and be like, what the fuck? That felt good. You think I was like, gonna, yo, y'all got Babbage's too. What's you, think, you think it's gonna be like ancient as shit? You you walk in off the just GameStop and you're like, it's just GameStop with a different name. I was like, yo, y'all got Radio Shacks. No. You guys got the Wiz? Yeah. Circuit City? You got Circuit Duh. City. Remember the Wiz All right. Circuit Y'all City? doing way too much reminiscent. <laughs> so, pretty much, GameStop is either what? Going to die or turn into the brick and mortar for esports jerseys? They're going to die. Even right. even if they turn into a brick and mortar for esports jerseys. Because then eventually, jersey, like, Amazon's going to be like, hey, yeah. we got that shit too. They're going to, I don't think they'll, uh, they may file for bankruptcy, but I feel like they'll sell before they do that. I don't know who they would who, sell who's to. Who's going to buy that? I don't Amazon. know. That's what I'm saying. I think Amazon will. What if what if Amazon buys them and turns them into the Amazon stores? Like how they did the thing where you can just walk in, grab something, and walk that out. That literally or, not or, or like Amazon, how they bought Borders, and now you go and like every Borders oh, in New yeah, York yeah, City yeah. Is, is now the it's like literally Amazon Books. Yeah. Which but like, okay, shout out see, to Amazon Books. my, my question is my question is what would they really be buying? And this is this is what I see. I see. I always pay attention to stuff like this. Um, they wouldn't be buying GameStop for GameStop's 
business model and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, they're going to change it. For sure. They would be buying GameStop for... They want that mailing list. Mm, yes, because if they buy it, they want the mailing list because they have a guaranteed idea of the type of people they can market stuff like Twitch to. Oh well, yeah, you take all those power. It's like, hey, it's, it's like all these power up rewards. People, you'd be like, hey, listen, I know we bought our GameStop, and you don't really have power up rewards one, but now you got our shit. Right, like, yeah. easily yeah, just usually, pound them with that yeah, for like, sure. GameStop employees have to upsell subscriptions, and most of them do. There's a ton of them. There's a lot of them. But now you you have a dedicated list. You got a GameStop power-up card? No. You want one? I'm good. Are you sure? No, I'm really good. Buy the fucking power-up card. Fine, I'll buy the power-up card. You want to subscribe to Game Informer? I'll let you know right now. When I was working there, for the week that I worked there, I didn't do that. I hated that. Because I don't like trying to sell something to someone who... Who doesn't want it. Exactly. It's like... You're like a parent is like literally in the store. Like I'm literally in here to buy Call of Duty because this little thing wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I don't care about your credit card. I don't care about this. Like, give me my game and walk like so I can leave. Yeah. Do they um? And I'm assuming they didn't um, they didn't give you commissions for any of them upsells. No, I don't remember getting a commission for right. nothing. No, that's what I assume. That's yeah, what I assume. It was a requirement. That's what I assume. No, I mean like like that's why I like Circuit City because some of that stuff you sell it, you get a commission for it. Like you upsell something, you get a commission. I fucking remember Circuit City. Man. That's depressing. Right, you were, you were Yo, this I did it again. They had the fucking song. I think you're just what I needed. <laughs> so <laughs> you remember? Don't even. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna move on to the next topic. Uh, so so uh, I'm talking about GameStop potentially getting bought out. Drake invested into Gamers Lounge. Are you familiar with what that is? Mm, Gamers Lounge is essentially MLG, but not MLG. It, they they have places where you can play online tournaments and offline tournaments. Okay. Like what MLG used to do with game battles and then going to game battles. He was in the initial investing seed funding. So essentially like the Series A funding for it. Um, he's That's the second time that he's now put money into something around sports and gaming the first was 100 thieves yeah i mean so you're saying it's like a physical place that people can go i don't know if it's a physical like building location but uh they they do serve a purpose of like showing up to places and hosting events yeah i mean i mean for some reason the past couple like past two years like land land places have like popped up out of nowhere like like New York like Celsius Walmart. did that whole did their pop up their land pop up. They gonna up. rob these little kids with places yeah, and Walmart. But then yeah. like if you, but I was gonna say if you think about it like it's kind of expensive. Like, sure. like yeah, esports kid, arena in Vegas kid, is what like fifty dollars or something. A kid would go for like three hours. Like for like he would go to this the I remember because I would always go and chill. We'd always like my friends would be like yo let's go. He would he would spend like a hundred dollars every Friday. Imagine that times like twenty kids. 30 kids, 100 kids. Wait, but was this at one of the newer, or was this like a clap, like what, like the land centers that we're used to where people like smoking inside and... Well, it was like, it was like, it was, the New York Excelsior one like had like a merch shop and then they also had Oh, like he spent this at section. the Excelsior yeah, land yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, Oh, okay, so it was a new, like the new age Yeah, the new age one. Land center. I but thought you were talking about the mad money. No, nah, no, nah, you mean like a PC bong where it was like you spend like $2 an hour and you're yeah, like... Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about for a second. And then I'm you like, pass out nothing. and whatever. I couldn't justify that unless I was like. I do appreciate the esports arena in Vegas for allowing you to pay twenty dollars an hour and you can stream. Yeah. 
That's well, dope. Also, That's like, dope. If you're a partner, like or you're shout somebody out, like that, shout out to Waypoint Cafe. They let you. Uh, you they got a streaming room. It's like you could pay. You could stream for a couple. hours. I think that's dope. I think it's it's good for those type of people who need to get there, who don't have the money or the revenue yet to like have their own setup, or they just don't have good enough internet. They could have a right. great setup, but like I think it's dope in that sense. But when you're charging everyone that same price to not do that same thing. That's when it's kind of like no, it's ten dollars just to play, but oh, the streaming 10, okay. station is $20. yeah, it's ten dollars an hour. And I saw I, some nuts and, out. And let like, me say the reason why I love the fact, that, the reason why I like esports arena, I think it's a slick little deal because let's really talk about it. Vegas is a place for adults, and yeah. some people got some chatty, bratty kids. And mm-hmm, boy, mm-hmm. one thing that's a blessing is the existence of Fortnite. You mean I get to pay ten dollars and I could ditch my child? He's not going nowhere because there's nothing else he wants to do. But play Fortnite. You know where you can find that kid. $18 for two hours. That's not bad. To, to ditch a child? Ditch a child. Yeah. Because that reason, it was funny thing we talking about GameStop. And you said it yourself, man. The only reason why people get went in there was to buy a babysitter for 60 bucks, which was Call of Duty. Wonderful. I mean, maybe you or, in Vegas and you got to take them bratty kids. $20 and ditch them for two hours? Yeah, yeah or like you just like going into GameStop. A kid goes in there. He's not coming out for like an hour. Right. And let so, them make a come up in the casino. For fam, they're going right back in and drop another 50. Say, no, play, play more Fortnite. Exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Play game. Go ahead. But I, I'm thinking about like the person that is like where their PC bongs or whatever are getting shut down just because the money's not there anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. now everyone's like, oh, I'm going to the esports arena. But like you're now paying almost triple the price of what you were paying. Of two dollars for an hour, yeah, but you're now paying like fifteen, twenty dollars for an hour. Like, I used to go there and play fucking Counter Strike. The overhead is ridiculous, but what? Well, but do you, what the but question do, do you think those numbers are inflated for like esports arena because people these numbers that are popping up like oh gamers have this amount, the average gamer has this amount of money. I couldn't say. I'd have to I, do my homework. About I, th- that. I think it goes back to the idea of like. Again, since we're going, you know, not to bring it up again, but like those the streetwear gaming clothes, mm-hmm. like the like alt, like did a collaboration. Like I think they're so expensive now, and I think those those more expensive brands that come out is because you have all this research coming out. Like the average gamer makes this much a year, so like you got these people being like, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> no, they don't. No. <laughs> Yo, I hate those forces. Like, they but, don't like, make that. Saying, you got these people coming out of nowhere, like being like the average gamer makes like. Eighty thousand dollars a year. Dear everybody, it's like, that's like the average gamer doesn't have a job. Dear everybody, the average gamer is broke as hell. Or and, and you know what? I'm gonna let me let me let me. I'm gonna be super specific too because this is like fun to do. The average streamer is broke as hell. A lot of people pay way too much attention to the people who are partners, which is still a small group out of the amount of people that stream. You know how many people fire up their streams, play for three, four, five, six hours, and have zero viewers? There's a lot of them. Shout out to those guys, by the way. I'm I'm stunting, yo. I got six. I got six viewers. I'm a partner. I got six viewers, bro. I'm doing all right. But let me tell you, my 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 source of income don't come from no damn streams, streaming. That's a very small group. So I don't know why they do inflate those prices. But I will say this: there's one thing we got to keep track of is the overhead. How much does it cost to upkeep all of that stuff? That's really what they um their um. That's what that's where the, that part the, I get. The, the, the upkeep part I get. Yeah, that's where the pricing comes from. Hmm. And the locations they're putting them in aren't, aren't really prime either. I'm still confused about that. Like the sports arena in. So all right, so let me add to this. Let me add to this as well. I don't feel like a bulk of their income comes, with the exception of uh, no, I can't even make them an exception. Um, and I'm only speaking on esports arena. 
the bulk of their income doesn't come from people coming in and playing on their systems. It comes from events. Yep. Mm. People buy the space because it's a set up, well established space for events. And here and there, they could um, they could uh, what's it called? Um, get people to come in and play here and there on their downtime because yeah. they're only they're not there's not a lot of events. It's only on the weekends. It's only on the weekends, right? Mm. But from that Monday through Friday, while they're up, they can still you know you know nibble and dime here yeah. and there and get some people to come Makes in and do something there, for sure, yeah. for sure. That's it. That's that's that that's how I see it. So I mean, um, I don't know what's gonna happen with the future of that, but so long as esports and that pop culture thing is around, or at least I'm gonna just say it like this: so long as Fortnite is doing all right, I think you're gonna get people popping in. So, kind of back to the GameStop thing real quick. So the thing that kind of I can't wrap my head around, right? So GameStop is partnering with Esports Org to create like gaming facilities, which I'm assuming are gonna be the new PC bong esports arena type thing, right? But the purpose of them are to essentially be like a breeding ground for new talents. Yep. I'm assuming they're gonna charge these kids to get in and come play. Like it's not gonna be free. for sure. I mean, and, and again, it's not to com- not to compare it to like traditional sports. It's like, where do you get your players from? For like professional football, for college football. You go down to like high school shit, and you like you're like kid who plays really good. Which yeah, you have to why? And it's gonna be the same thing again. It's using an old model to try to make new people. So you're gonna you're gonna have like coaches from organizations coming to these like gaming clinics or performance centers, whatever, and being like, oh yeah, that guy's been playing good all day. Like let's talk to him, let's keep watching him, and then like let's breed him, let's breed him, let's breed him, and then let's just be like, hey kid, you want money? Let's like let's like let's give you the breadcrumbs so you come to us. And and again, it's an old model trying to like it's an old model that you're using in a new world. And again, it's gonna work because that shit does work. But part of it works. It's not gonna be sustainable sure. because it's the idea of back in the day, like with YouTubers when YouTubing partnership all that shit first came out, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh shit, let me like we're gonna use these old methods of breadcrumbs." And then like these YouTubers like, "Yeah, let me get money, let me get money, let me get money." And then it popped off, and then suddenly like, I think that big YouTube bubble ended up popping. Because finally you had these these YouTubers being like, how the fuck am I doing this? I could totally make more money if I go off on my own and do For my own sure. shit. Yeah, like uh, when a lot of people like just cut ties with Machinima. That was one of the big ones. Machinima did it. Freaking TGN did it. And, and I think that's... The, Makers that did it. You're gonna have, yeah. it it's, it's the same principle where it's like you're trying to use this old, outdated method that is not going to work in, a, in an internet age. And then finally, you gotta get ki- these kids like after years of like getting like kind of money and thinking they got the shit. All of a sudden, like they're gonna get a wake up call. And they're gonna be like, I'm "This not is really making any money." This is not sick, whatever. But I gotta say this because now is the perfect time to say this. Any new gamers coming in, especially now, like I'm not like they're made way more aware now. But um, this is still the wild west, so be aware of the awkward, weird looking contracts. A lot of people. Are really hyped to have an opportunity to play video games for a living. It sounds wonderful. And I can tell you, even the especially the transitioning generation, the one that I was talking about, so you gotta find the good people in it. Cause they're the ones that know the old school business, like you said, Henry, and are paying attention to all of the young kids that just don't know any better better. So they're Greg gathering all the really good players talking about all of this stuff, making these BS orgs. And then putting some cockamamie contract involved. This is the reason why Empire Arcadia got a lot of uh, uh, issues way back in the day. 
because there was no org. That was like the original FGC org, right? All of the really great players were there, and Triforce was running it. Um, what did them contracts look like? Wasn't the best, but a lot of orgs have been popping up and doing that. They built something, got all these great players, and they're signing some bogus contract that wasn't even notarized. Yeah. But they don't know that because they don't know the business. Yeah. And then they sell them. Well, it's like, it's the idea. They cash out. I, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, <clears throat> and like, I was like making jokes about it and shit like that, but she was like, she was like, she's like, you gotta get a lawyer. You're trying yeah, to get, yeah. If you're trying to get involved in anything, get right. a lawyer. Yeah, and like, I was bullshitting, and I was like, oh, what, I was like, this girl's saying, get a fucking lawyer. But then, right. like, in all seriousness, get a fucking lawyer. But that's. You would get a lawyer if you were signing a contract, if you were like, if you're like a recording artist, and someone was like, but, yeah, yeah, but check this contract. out. You would get a lawyer. But check why this out. Why not get a lawyer for esports? But check this out. The reason why they can't afford it. That's exactly why they get trapped. They don't. First off, you have to know that number one. But yeah. number two, even if you know that, you're still a sweaty nerd gamer. Yeah, I'm just making up the stereotypes to be funny. But you don't probably. You spend a lot of time gaming. You probably don't have the resources to afford a lawyer to read over a contract. It ain't yeah. much, but you ain't got it. I think those are starting to like. I think his name is. Uh... Bryce Blum, he's an esports lawyer. Mm-hmm. I think. Shout out to my man Ultra David. He's one too. That name is familiar. Ultra David. He does commentary for fighting games. Okay. He's a he's a lawyer in gaming and and now he's pays attention to esports. But yeah, I think I think like Bryce Blum and Snoopin, who used to play for, if I'm not mistaken, Fnatic. Mm-hmm. I think they're like they they've been very like what well, now he works for like Facebook, but uh, I think they've been very vocal on to like the whole being able to. Providing players like some opportunity for someone to look at their contract for sure to be like like hey we never heard of this org regardless like someone should be looking at your contract to make sure that yeah you're not getting like screwed over you have to yeah. do it now because I mean, they are robbing you I'm not saying they're gonna rob you they are already robbing you I mean now you you also have organizations that are like now the new thing is now like promising things like health insurance and like benefits and like that. And like that's that's like now it's like and now it's and I think that's more so now to have like players like have like their parental units be more inclined to be like yeah you could totally get man f all like hey yo listen kids out there if you are under the age of twenty six get on your get vaccinated oh oh that's not get vaccinated that's not that's good too as a licensed healthcare professional I like to advise you. Get vaccinated. So, so I don't know how or why, but some flat earthers is gonna come for you. I don't know how <laughs> they gonna come for you, just you. And guess what? I knocked their ass right off the flat earth. <laughs> no, but but in all seriousness, but all seriousness, nah. if if no, like an organization's offering you health insurance, like see what the fuck the health insurance is. They, they do have. There are some legit ones. I'm not gonna lie. There like, are some be legit ones out there because there are some organizations. Yeah. I'll be like, you got this health insurance. You think it's all good? Then you end up in the ER. And suddenly you're paying three hundred dollars yeah. for your ER visit, or you get admitted, and also your health insurance is like, we're not no, covering we this. Yeah, no, and then, exactly. And then you got to go back to your organization. Like, why'd you give me this bogus ass health insurance? Nah, so like, yeah, I was gonna say a lot of a lot of the ones that offer official health care. Well, first off, they're gonna send you to a portal that's covered by yada yada, and that deductible is gonna be taken out. You'll know if that's coming. But besides that point, you're still right. Just be careful what you're signing. TLDR, yeah. just be careful. Just that was careful. that was way off topic. I just had to say that because I see I no, listen, I hate esports. No, that's what this I hate topic, it. That's, that's what this podcast is about. This is what this podcast is about. We go off tangents all the time. I hate esports. I don't hate esports. Rip just, Circuit City. I'm not here to make money off esports. But I see people leave. get robbed all the time. I just do. Speaking, I do all the time. Uh, I was about to. Though, I was about to say you can leave. Time out, real quick. Go ahead. I'm just gonna go to the camera. I was like, I keep talking. 
Yeah, go ahead. Speaking Speak of, like, on. speaking of, like, parents approving of, like, your lifestyle and shit, like, how you feel about the, there's a Simpsons episode coming out about, uh, oh, about esports. Yeah. yeah. It's Bart Simpson doing esports. Yeah. And it's, a, it's, it's essentially. It actually already premiered. Yeah, yeah. it did. It did. So it's essentially, yeah, because I know, like, the highlights are basically, because it's, it's on our topic list. Um, it's essentially about, like, Bart becoming, like, really good at esports and then, and then, like, all these parents being shocked about how much money they make. And then Homer being, like, upset that, like, Bart is, like, wasting his time. And to prove a point, he, like, sabotages him and then, like, to get him out of esports. Um, how do you feel about that? That's a common story, but I'm going to be honest. A lot of the people that go out of their way to tell that story suck at telling that story. So I don't really care about the story itself. I mean, that's cool, and I'm glad that recognition is there. I'm not mad at that, but, uh, I mean... I feel like I feel like I've seen that I've seen that narrative told many times. I mean, I, I'll admit I was a part of that narrative starting out. I definitely dropped out of college to do what I've been doing. Yeah. It was not intentional. It was like either I right, pay for school or mm-hmm. go to school, and I couldn't go to school um, unless I competed because that's where the money came from, mm-hmm. right? Um, but besides that point, like yeah, I, I mean, I remember the disapproval process, yada yada. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like that's a tired ass story. There's, there's different angles to tell the narrative about esports and the culture. And I also don't like the lies about all of these esports players making money. We're not at that point yet. I know Counter-Strike and some of these places are exceptions. Dota is crowdfunded. Yeah, Dota's been always been crowdfunded. I'll admit the League, League of Legends does have great franchising benefits and there's money involved. But even that is a slow and steady burn as compared to everything that's happening now. It's not the same thing it's not we're not at the point where we should be making that we I, I don't mind that story being told it's pretty cool but tell the truth like, so, tell the truth so on, honestly though as someone who I, did, did y'all watch the episode did i mean that? yeah i didn't even okay. know about it so, just so it doesn't it doesn't it's not the simpsons takes the like they definitely consulted some people within the industry about the episode so it's not really about like showcasing how great gaming it is like it is or anything Mm -hmm. it's literally like just satire of like what people on the outside see esports and gaming is like there's a part of the episode where um when bart finally tells homer like how much money he's making he's like oh i'm gonna make a yeah he's like i'm gonna make a thousand dollars like you guys probably saw like a video of the tweet going around but like after that homer's like oh i'm gonna be his like manager and i'm gonna find him a coach and so like he invites some dude who comes over and he he knocks on the door and uh, Marge answers the door and she's like, oh, are you here to coach the kids? And he doesn't respond, right? He doesn't say anything. So she's like, she asks him another question and he whips out a card that says like, I can only have conversations if it's about games. And she's like, oh, so you're here to play games? And he's like, yeah, and then walks in. <laughs> so like, it was more of like making fun of like little things, cool. little, little niches that people think, but some of it, some there was little hints of stuff that like, I'm pretty sure it went over the average person's head and probably went over some esports people's heads. Like, there's a part in the episode where uh, they're at the school, they win the tournament, and they're about to get their money, but they're getting it in cash. And the principal is handing Bart the money, and like Bart's like, "Let go of the money, like let go of the envelope." And he's like, "I can't." He's like, "Why not?" He's like, "I've never had this much money in my hand before." So he's like, "Oh, just let me look at it." So he rips open the thing and he starts counting the money. He's like, "Oh wow!" And then Homer walks by and snatches it. But, like, they were making fun of, like, tournament organizers either not having the money to pay out to kids or holding their funds because, like, we never seen this amount of money come in. Yeah. 
Boy, so we're not I, really trying to give it out. You know, it's funny. We're in the heart of one of the places that robbed a lot of people. Hello, Boston. I will never forget a couple of the tournaments out here that did the same thing. You know who always seems to get robbed? Smash players. Smash Brothers players are the gods of getting robbed, and it's the tournament organizers. Controversial. I'm, I have no problem saying I don't <laughs> care. Get mad. Right well, thank God it's at PAX. If it was anywhere else, like, yeah. bro, but that's but that happened. That is exactly yeah. what happened. A lot of people would sign up for these events, and they would have a fat stack of money. But you got to pay these people. You got to pay them out. So they held the money and said the tournament didn't happen, or we lost the funds, or this happened. We got to pay for them. Like, they pocketed it. So I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of people in the esports, in the esports and stuff like that, they don't realize that like. Like, certain things happen on a regular basis. Yeah. And, like, or, like, they don't realize, like, you can get fucked just because someone promises you money. It's the same thing also, like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like the idea of, like, a regular job. Like, you want to work overtime, you make this much money, and then it's, like, all of a sudden you get the check and you're like, why didn't I make as much money as I was promised? Because you had to pay taxes and shit. And it's the same thing in esports. People be like, yo, I'm about to drop it. I'm about to make, like, 10K on this tournament. It's going to be amazing. Blah, 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 blah. I'm set for life. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden, it's That's like, a 1099, bro. And then all of a sudden, like, you get taxes. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, they hand you a form right before you get your money. And they're yep. like, yo, fill this out real quick. And then you're like, what the fuck? And you don't know what the yeah, fuck you're, you're doing. And all of a sudden, like, you get nothing. Yeah. And then they're like, this is bullshit. I'm going to say, though, I got lucky with my 5K win. Oh, oh my god! I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> oh I saw god. the whole five k check go into my bank. But that was a ten ninety nine though. Yeah. So you had to pay taxes. No, on I it. had no taxes on it. Oh, you going to jail? <laughs> no nah, you going to jail? Delete that part. Delete that. You going to jail? Um, did you? So I found this. Uh, oh, fun fact. <laughs> Did you uh, know that uh, Apex Legends brought in $92 million in in-game transactions? Shit. Since release. Across all platforms. Didn't Apex only make like $3 million or some shit like that? Was that after Battle Pass came out? I think that was Anthem. Anthem, 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 Anthem. That's what I meant. Uh, This was in the month of... I think it was essentially before the Battle Pass. So like that number's gonna skyrocket, but like 92 million. This is in-game transactions across all platforms. That's crazy. And that's just for cosmetics. Too. That just goes to show you how much, like, how easy it is to, like, market to people that are, like, are on the hype train. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, especially all, coming from a game that's based off, that's from a company that made a, a game that was a flew under the radar, essentially. Titanfall. Is Paying Ninja a million dollars flying under the radar, though? No, he's talking about Titanfall flying. Oh, Titanfall <laughs> I was about to say, radar. like, uh... No, 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 no. <laughs> No, Apex Legends is definitely making their money back for for that investment they gave yeah. to Ninja. They didn't, you know, they didn't pay Ninja enough. Oh, I I I know that. Oh yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I want to know. No, I'm mad time. about that because I, I I say it again. There's there's advisors. There are advisors, and now I think they split the pot. Like, listen, I know also they paid Shroud as well. This is why I say I'm a little concerned. I'm sure. Okay, maybe they both got a million. And in, 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 in Shroud, Ninja's huge. Believe it or not, Shroud's still bigger than Ninja. Well, besides that point, um, do these people know how to count? And this information isn't available, which is why I'm like concerned. Do they know how to count the impressions that they have? Do they know how to measure that mm. and turn it into currency? Because if they did, and you said it, listen, a million dollars sounds great until you realize that you can bring in 97 million. You didn't even get, like, 
that's 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 one percent. A million sounds great until you realize that the company made thirty-seven million dollars in a month. Right. How much is it? Wait, to, besides wait, where, that you, where, you, where are you saying thirty-seven from? Is it thirty-seven? What's that? how much? No, no, no. They made ninety-two million okay. in a month since the release. Since this was before okay. Battle Pass. Right, that's fine. All right. So how much did they make the first month? I just I only care about that number for the moment. Does anyone this, know? This, was it like fifty million or something like that? No, 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 that was the number. We're basing it. It was an estimated of ninety-two million of in-game transactions. I know that since like it came out in February. It, it was yeah. the game. Came, so yeah. essentially, but so still, essentially from February to the beginning of March. Okay, let's cut that so like, number. Yeah, in it's half. first month. Let's cut that number in half and say that that's how much money they made. Let's just say forty-one month. million they made. Forty-one million. About half ninety-two. And and they only paid one to market it. I don't, know, I don't like those numbers. I mean, it's a little bit more than one because they paid the other streamers. But I get what you're saying. I, I, I get, I get what you're saying. Fuck. No, no, no. I, I'm with you. I get with what you're saying. But it's like, again, they don't know. The streamers didn't know what that revenue was going to be for this them. This is why I'm so glad Fashion Nova does stuff like give you a freaking code. Why are you shopping at Fashion Nova? An endorsement. I'm going to tell you why. First off, I love Fashion Nova. So. Blash and Blover. I know what that reference is to. All right, Blash and Blover. All right, so listen. <laughs> The reason why the reason why I love it is because like you need to be able to keep track of these things. If Ninja knew how much of an impact he had to bringing those people onto that platform and playing that game, if there was some way to track it, some code, a skin. This is why I love the skin thing that PUBG did for a little while. You know how much you're worth because you can actually track how many skins you sold or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So say, all right, guys, if you use this code to download Apex Legends, you get this skin. Skin is free. You just in the game is free, but they're paying you X amount of money to market the game and sell it. Now you can actually track that. I mean, you can see I mean, you got how like, many skins you gave off. You can see how you can see the skins in the game. I mean, if you go back to like, uh, like go back to like YouTubers being sponsored by like, like remember when like War Machines was like sponsoring like YouTubers and they were like, yo, use the code blah 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 blah, and you get ten thousand dollars of of worth of in-game currency. You get or not ten thousand dollars, but you get right. like whatever. You get in-game currency. You get this skin. Blah blah blah. That's a way to track. Right. If if you could do that in Apex and stuff like that, you would see that a lot more a, a lot more Twitch streamers, a lot more streamers would just be like, "Shit, I have way more of a better influence. I for should sure. I should ask for more money." Next the time. money itself, I'm gonna say this for other people listening. The money itself isn't the factor. Like with, with those promo codes, the money itself that like that is the part that doesn't matter. It's what what those people those influencers are doing is they're establishing something that they can track so that when it comes to the business side later, they have. They Evidence. Number, yeah. They have numbers. They have a yeah. selling little pocket, little, little patch of information that they can use to sell. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important. And it's, it's the misconception that it's, it's the idea of like, we for some reason, people still think that, people think that because it's 2019, companies aren't trying to like, aren't trying to like, are trying to do more for people. That's no, bullshit. No. Companies will always try to do things for people by doing the least amount, spending the least amount, and doing the least amount. Let me put it. They're number. trying to get the most back without giving, with with giving as least as little as possible. Fam, you know how many people wrote like I saw some of the articles that was like, "Hi, like, oh my god, Ninja got a million for Apex." I was like, "You know how? You know how? I feel like they sold him the exposure. You do this, we're gonna give you this and some exposure." It's like, it's like, I saw a meme on Twitter. It was like, "Hey, how?" Exposure. It's like, oh. That's right. It. That's what I'm saying, but that's what they do. So, like, I mean, you, okay. Like, all of these people writing, and it seems like a big deal. But the person that knows about marketability, look, the dude just did a commercial 
with with NFL. His buying power is a little bit stronger than a million dollars for a quick commercial. I'm thinking about, I, we, like I said, we look Hell, the same go even, go even big. He just did a, a commercial for Samsung. Right. This is bigger than the NFL. Right. Not to mention that that Global. commercial probably was shown on TV. Global. On, on ads. Exactly. Everywhere. And somebody's child saw that and kept talking, yappity, yappity, yapping, so a lot more adults know about it. For sure. I thought you were about to be like, someone's a child saw that and they just couldn't stop talking to me about it. That's funny. I can, I can see that happening too. My luck. On the plane. All right. I don't talk about that plane ride. But no, that's the thing. That's about, the thing. Hey, you work in, in gaming? You ever heard of Ninja? Fuck you, kid. I, I have to stop traveling with this Twitch bag. That's exactly how it happened. You gotta stop like I had the bag. I was like, oh, you know Twitch? Oh, you play Fortnite? Oh, you know Ninja? Oh, T-Fuse better than Ninja. I don't care. What if he what if he actually if you were a ninja? If I was ninja? Yeah, what if he was like, hey, are you a ninja? Fam. Would you be mad? Yes. I would be. Because it's obvious he doesn't really watch Twitch. I like how you went. I would be mad. Really? My hair no, no, is no, I not said old. I would be too. Would be no, I said I would be old. too. Oh. We sort of look the same, so I see where you're coming from with that. You a ninja? Yes. You look the same. You know what I was about to say? But, I could pass for ninja. But I ain't trying to get killed right now on this podcast. Yeah, you technically Hispanic, but not. <laughs> Not no, when the cops stop you, so like, like, you good. Was, <laughs> now, you're not good, actually. I, I don't know, what, I don't know like, where he's going with this. I'm kind of scared. No, so go ahead. Go ahead, say it. I can't do say, it. All right, thought so, motherfucker. Guys, anyway. welcome to the GG2S podcast. Special guest today, Swoozy in the building. I How much more time we got? This podcast is over. I'm done. Oh, he called this man Swoozy. Oh, my God. It's 2019. I'm so oh, lucky that. Man. I'm so lucky, though. Should I ever? <laughs> I mean, dead right now. Oh my god. People still call me that too. I'm like, <laughs> hey, you <laughs> gonna, really? no. Are you gonna, are, are you gonna snuff him? Are you gonna snuff him? Snuff, no, I'm good. I'm good. Now that I gotta fight. No, no, no. He like he let me stay on the mattress. We had to take off the top bunk. So I'm chilling. Now y'all should fight. <laughs> we should fight. We should fight. No, I ain't mad. I'm mad, but I ain't mad. Uh, I still hear that. No, and it's funny because like I wish my I, we video don't look the same, but like minutes. I got bigger. I got like like you know heavier. Oh, so you call it Susie small? And then no, he got heavier. So people still oh, so think you call he him fat. <laughs> <laughs> we do this. Damn, not disrespectful. We do. <laughs> Breaking news. I hate y'all. I don't wear tank tops. Small time podcast calls out Susie. <laughs> no, he called him fat. He, call call, fat. he didn't call him out. He called him fat. I call him fat. <laughs> I call him fat. Y'all gonna get me in trouble. Mm. Nah, that's well, we. Pretty much discussed everything that I had on my docket, so. Yeah, word. Um, but this was fun. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening we, to the podcast. We had our first guest, even though it wasn't in the interview format, but we'll have that later. But here's the thing, like, do we really want to do, like, do we want to keep doing, do we want to do internet, like, interview style shit, or do we just want to have someone just come and kick in on our show? Both. I want to do both. We could just combine it, make it one thing, because I feel like this was a little bit of an interview. Y'all got insider stuff that I don't never want to share again. Because I hate the inside. Yeah, but I wanted to... Deb- I like the uh, outside. I don't know. <laughs> I like the outside. Get, that's more, that's more like a business thing that I, we can discuss off the podcast. I hate y'all. Yeah. Uh, who? I hate you both. Calm, calm down, Susie. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Yo, right, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all your favorite DSPs, digital actually, streaming right, platforms. I'm actually glad we got them. Um, uh, Hanzo, that mic, this mic, this mic. You can plug. What are you doing right now? Who are you, Sean Evans? <laughs> this ain't hot ones. 
coming from Troy Buttons over here. If you don't be quiet and let him get his stuff off. Yo, sweat fast Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> don't you got muscle tea to go like it's rip? It's Hanzo's turn to speak. Shut up. Let him get his Hanzo, stuff off. Hanzo, do your shout outs, man. We love you, man. Right now, I'm not doing anything as, as much as I want to. Pretty much on hiatus until my new PC is done. Then I'll be popping off back in uh, streaming and airsoft. You got, are you selling your own airsoft merch? Not yet. Uh, I will be though. Are you gonna be an airsoft streamer? Yeah, actually. I'm, I, I'm oh shit! That was a that. joke, and you just walked right in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, a lot of people don't. A lot of people are actually doing live streaming airsoft games. <laughs> you call me Sean Evans. Dose, you got anything you need to shout out? Um, I want to give a shout out to my family and not my real one. Um, I know I'm just playing. I love everybody. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, nah, shout out to y'all for having me on here. I wouldn't be in this stupid city if it wasn't for y'all because I can't stand being in Boston when there's You're cars outside. Big, big <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, it's wild. Every Man, time the sweet. last time we hung out, the last two, I met Troy in real life in Boston, and it was an accident that we almost got into. And the th- never mind, I don't tell the rest. And then this next time we was out here, I think that's when y'all two met. But then we ended up having to babysit somebody whose name won't be mentioned. And he almost got thrown out the club. I ain't saving, and then I, I ended up with some white girl. I ain't saving no there. lives. I ain't saving no lives this trip. That's yeah, for real. No, like, yo, if you die, you die by I yourself. Think, I do think it is, it's kind of nice, though. Like, it all started because, like, we... Cause like one like like I met Hans I well I've known Hans no, for years Hans and I know each other and then I met Doge and then like then like through Doge I met Troy and now Troy and I have this podcast so just remember guys like it's gonna get real sentimental but like he gonna cry yeah we'll cry no, like, like, just remember like your friends like if you want to create shit with your friends you could do that like don't ever be like like don't ever like be like oh we can't do something because we friends or some shit like if you want to create shit create shit just don't do it in esports. <laughs> Or if you do it, or if you do it at esports, just be genuine. Yeah. With that being said, you or we gonna call you out. That being said, you could subscribe to Swoozy's channel. Thank you, Swoozy, for being on the podcast. He gonna actually get sus because of y'all punk ass. So I'm going outside, get in my Cadillac. But you can find us on Twitter at uh, Till GG Do Us Part, and this is episode five. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Peace. Peace.